It's the Real Estate Podcast, brought to you by ANZ Home Loans for financial well-beings. And welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Podcast, available on iHeartRadio every morning, also on Spotify and Apple, and wherever you get your podcast from. Well, I hope your weekend is going well. Here we are once again on a Sunday morning. It is the 18th day for September. October is going to be here before we know it. Coming up, we are going to be having a look at the Sunday Rewind, which of course is a look back over the last seven days with some of the guests that we've been talking to. And that is going to include this morning Paddington and Willara. We spoke earlier in the week to Randall and some of those exclusive properties there sitting in Sydney. Also, we talked to Danielle, of course, Mackay in Queensland, what that has to offer. Also, Kyle tells us about Cairns, and we also find out about the Gold Coast from properties to movies as we look back over the last seven days with the Sunday Rewind. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. And if you're celebrating your birthday today for the 18th day of September, have a great day. You are celebrating it with a couple of sports athletes. Ronaldo, the soccer player, he is turning 45 Lance Armstrong, the cyclist, boy, there was a lot of controversy with him. Really haven't heard too much about Lance Armstrong at all, but he is turning 50 today. And talking of controversy, Jada Pinkett-Smith, she is turning 49, the American model, the actress, and the woman who was literally in the middle of the Will Smith slap at the Oscars. Actually, haven't heard too much about Will Smith either. I think the person that has got most traction out of that was Chris Rock. And also, unfortunately, on this day, James Gandolfini, he would have been celebrating his birthday today. It's his birthday, but uh, of course, James Gandolfini from The Sopranos, he died back in 2013. We talk with leading property commentators with analysis, predictions, forecasts and what's trending every morning from 6.30. It's the main centre forecast with PRD, selling smarter every day. Okay, let's have a look at your weather on this Sunday morning. First we go to Sydney and expecting a mostly sunny Sunday. 23 is your forecast high. In Melbourne, unfortunately, the rain is developing with a high of 15 degrees. In Brisbane the temperature is great and the skies are blue, expecting a high of 27 and in Perth today expecting one or two showers and your high today of 21. It's your Real Estate Weekend Podcast in Review. And what is the population of Mackay? Yeah, look, broadly you know, we're sort of sitting around, you know, the greater region is around that sort of 120 and and when I say greater region, you know, that's including, you know, out to the Isaac, Pioneer Valley um, and north towards the with Sundays. So, you know, the good thing with the Mackay area is uh, there is a lot of opportunity to choose the lifestyle that you wish to live, uh, whether that's beach, whether that's 
Bush. Uh, acreage is another popular segment in our real estate market, but then just as equally, uh, you know, we've got a lot of people looking for that inner city convenience, walkability, and also um, just affordability. Again, like you touched on earlier, for first home buyers, for them, uh, certainly they've been blessed to be looking at some support there with these government guarantees, enabling them to um, maybe make their decision into buying sooner than later. They will be pursuing, you know, those properties sort of under 400,000 or just above. And you've gone through this boom along with everybody else in terms of what's happened during the pandemic. What are a couple of the highlights, I guess, for you over the last couple of years around selling property? What some of those observations that you've noticed there in Mackay? Yes, look, I think Mackay was really quite blessed coming into this uh, COVID pandemic, I guess, in that we were coming just out of the uh, early days of our own decline in our market that we had experienced from a previous mining boom. So we came into COVID quite affordable, actually, and with good balance of supply. So yes, certainly it's been onwards and upwards um, since COVID has had its influence and benefited those regional areas like Mackay. So I think, you know, the way forward for Mackay is that at the moment, you know, we have an issue where we have a very severe a tight squeeze on our rental market. Unfortunately, there has been an underinvestment in housing for the last sort of 10 years for the better part of it. The issue we have then is uh, where do people live? We have a lot of people who don't have a house. While we're in that sort of climate, um, that's certainly going to, um, I, I think, you know, if not maintain, you know, the level of interest and demand on our market, but also ensure that it remains more sustainable, you know, moving forward as well. Enjoy your morning coffee. It's your real estate weekend podcast in review. Let's just move to the Gold Coast in general. What are some of the surprises, if any, that you're seeing in the market right now? And I also want to do a little bit of a nod to the council and the mayor who seem to be doing some great things. They fought hard and very competitive to get the games for 2018. And Tom Tate and his councillors had a great planned strategy because they've changed the face of the Gold Coast. And with that, the eyes of the world looked upon us and they've really grown our city into a standalone city now. So, look, surprises are happening every day here on the coast. If someone told me you'd sell a unit in Burley for $10 million three years ago, I thought, well, that's not going to happen in my lifetime. Now we're seeing $20 million plus sales in Burley Heads and along the coast, which is quite incredible. We're talking just about an apartment. Then you have a a firm like Mondrian who do massive, beautiful six-star hotels, apartments, New York, London, etc. They've now landed on the Gold Coast and in Burley are doing a massive project here. So once again, their followers, their clientele will come here and they'll buy again as well. Yeah, so as you say, you you could just never have forecast what the Gold Coast would end up doing. I mean, you must be sort of saying to yourself, when do I wake up? When When does reality kick back in? Yeah, I think this is a new reality, Craig. And look, myself, I didn't see the vision here, but obviously Tom Tate and his merry men and women did. Because they had a plan and they must have planned this several years ago as John Hogg from the casino, the local star here. They've done a massive amount of investments here as well to attract that quality people that want to live that lifestyle of the coast and, you know, have your upmarket restaurants, clothes, shopping, etc. It's all here now on the coast. You can just come here and live the life. It's the Real Estate Podcast across Australia, seven days a week.
You're in a really popular, a very desirable area. Tell us a little bit about what's been happening there, perhaps over the last uh, three months. Yeah, sure, Craig. So obviously we are in a very affluent area, you know, only moments to the city and also the beaches, um, which we cover both markets here at Ray White Willara Paddington. But we've seen um, a bit of a change in the market over the last couple of months. We last couple of years, we've seen prices um, increase over 20 percent. But we are seeing um, a big difference in the markets depending on price. So we sell a lot of stuff in that kind of two to four million dollar range, sort of smaller terrace homes. We still are seeing a lot of buyers in the market, but we are seeing that those buyers are very cautious. Um, they're on the back foot. They're, they're finding it hard to sort of pull the trigger, being obviously scared about interest rates and whatnot. However, in the markets where we're selling in the higher end, probably more towards that sort of six to $12 million sort of price bracket, we're still seeing really good, strong buyer activity and they're not as, as gun shy and not so... Um, not so nervous about what's going on with interest rates. So over the last couple of weeks, we've been talking about this spring, whether the spring is going to be a property bust or whether there is going to be a a real bounce. Interesting that you're talking about that two to four and there is still a little bit of fence sitting, even though we are into May by some people just holding off. It's pretty pretty similar all across the board in those price ranges. We're still seeing the same numbers come through the homes, which is interesting because you'd think that there's still a lot of active buyers in the markets, which they are. We're speaking to mortgage brokers, we're, they're saying that they're seeing record amounts of people coming to get get a, you know finance approval to buy. So there's still a lot of buyers in the marketplace, but their sentiment is they are a little scared of you know overpaying um, rather than sort of scared of missing out, which I know has been a bit of a cliche saying in the market lately, but it's very true. There still is a lot of buyers there. The, the thing that's keeping our market very sort of buoyant in the way of transaction is that, that they just don't have the choice. There's not a lot of properties on the market. We've seen times when there's been a big influx of stock come to market, especially in Paddington, where there's a lot of the same thing, a lot of terrace houses, and you do start to you do pretty quickly see a reduction in the prices. Although prices have come back a little bit due to people fence sitting, they haven't dropped nearly at the rate that everyone probably thought that they would because the stock's just not come to market. So people are just choosing to hold and not sell rather than, um, you know, desperately sort of putting their properties on the market and selling for any price. It's your Real Estate Weekend podcast in review. You ended up shooting that film. What happened with that film? Yes, indeed. We ended up using a broad beach mansion opposite the casino and we used the rooftop deck as the main location. And actually, we shot a rather gruesome murder scene in the garage, in the basement parking of that location. It was uh, quite fabulous. So that house will pretty much be the most famous house on the Gold Coast when that movie goes to air in January, February next year. Have you seen the documentary about the America's Cup? Australia taking out that America's Cup for the first time in 1983. Wasn't that a fiction story? I don't think that was true. <laughs> yeah. Is it true? Did that really happen? I yeah, I see. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> a lot of blood, sweat and tears went in for that campaign. And Bondi, of course, you know, he got in behind it with his millions. Yeah. And actually, that is a good must watch and it's on the list. So talking of prestige properties, I guess we could call this a prestige property, the George Washington replica house that you sold the other day on the Gold Coast. Tell us a little bit about what happened here. $2.55 million. 
Yes, that's right. So it's based on the Mount Vernon property that George Washington built. And uh, some articles suggest that he, he built it primarily for his mother and his family to, to live in. It's a beautiful build. It was built in 2004, 2005. It's a little bit tated and tired inside, but the new owners are going to give it a, a new lease of life, I'm pleased to say. So they're going to do a full renovation on it. The estate itself is about nine acres and it's got a couple of beautiful dams and some some older style stables that need some work and a cottage, which, look, if you believe in it or not, I think it might be a little bit haunted, that cottage. I always seem to lose my car keys when I go in there and I'm sure someone's moving them around. It's your Real Estate Weekend Podcast in Review. So let's have a look at the last three months, which will take in all of the rate rise hikes and the way that people have had to adapt. So what's been happening? What are some of those conversations in Cairns around that and the positivity, I guess, of moving forward? Look, there's definitely been conversations, that's for sure. Has it dampened our market? No. I think uh, last month alone in our office, we had one of the best months we've ever had in our four years of, of our sales business operating. I believe that the, and maybe I'm being optimistic, but the rising interest rates might have a positive effect in somewhat in our region, you know, particularly as, as first home buyers or, or um, people who want to relocate, want to look for better value, but also for investors. And if you're an investor in one of the capital cities and you want to look for value, then, um, yeah, I think our region's just fantastic for that, particularly with great returns to counter those increases in interest rates. And what are some of the attractions, Kyle, some of those attraction levers that want to make people move into Cairns? Yeah, sure. Well, look, if you've ever holidayed in Cairns or Port Douglas, and particularly during the winter months or the spring months, you'd know what they are. You know, it's, it's just a wonderful city to be around and it's warm. We have nice long days. We just have so much to experience. But from a, an industry and the key industry driver, construction certainly a key industry for us, and that's pumping along very, very well. It's difficult to get a builder at the moment in Cairns. Subdivisions are pretty much walking out the door. Uh, our tourism industry is bouncing back, which is great, and we haven't even seen the return of international tourists yet. So that's a really exciting prospect once we see international tourists uh, back on our, uh, on our shores. I think finally, probably education. It's a really moving industry in Cairns. Uh, we've got uh, two universities and both of which are heavily investing in our region. Uh, we've got uh, James Cook University, which is building a university hospital right here in the city of Cairns. And then we've got CQ University, which is building headquarters right in the city, which I believe will hold about 4,000 students. And Cairns has always needed a third pillar of industry you know, on, on the back of construction and tourism. And, uh, and I think education might be it. So I think we're heading in the right direction. And there it is. That is a wrap-up with the Sunday Rewind. Get out there and enjoy your Sunday. Look forward to your company tomorrow morning right here on The Real Estate Breakfast. We connect you to the best real estate information across Australia. The Real Estate Podcast.